Hey there, welcome to the Friday edition of Following the Truth. I'm Gary Zimak, going to be hanging out for the next five minutes. I certainly hope you can stay with me. Today, we are going to look at the gospel for the Feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Um, interesting gospel. And, you know, in, in today's society, we see a lot of de-emphasis of the family unit, family structure. It's really downplayed and uh, almost uh, trivialized, even looked down upon at, at times. But the ordinariness, what's really amazing about the kingship of Christ and how he decided, how the Word of God decided to enter into the world was the fact that he decided to do it in very ordinary circumstances. And he was born into a family. And when we look at the holy family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we really see a picture of the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And there really is a direct correlation between the holy family and the Trinity. And, and when we look at that, right, when we look at the family structure, and when we recognize the image of the Trinity in the family, we recognize that Jesus Christ came into this earth as part of a family, then all of a sudden, the ordinary junk that's associated with family life the trials, the tribulations, the boredom sometimes, the stress, the chaos, gets elevated to a whole new supernatural level. In other words, the family really does matter. Let's look at this gospel. It's from Matthew chapter 2, beginning in verse 13. When the Magi had departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you. Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. Joseph rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. He stayed there until the death of Herod, that what the Lord had said through the prophet might be fulfilled out of Egypt. I called my son. Now listen, there's nothing glamorous about that. It almost sounds like Joseph is being a bit of a control freak, doesn't it? But no, he was following the Lord's plan. And, jo- and, and God depended on Joseph to protect Jesus. As part of that family, Jesus was vulnerable at that moment in time. And it was Joseph's job to protect him. Let's get back to the gospel. When Herod had died, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Once again, another dream. And said, Rise, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel. For those who sought the child's life are dead. He rose, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go back there. And because he had been warned in a dream, he departed for the region of Galilee. He went and dwelled in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He shall be called a Nazarene. You know, so we see all these examples of Joseph obeying God's instructions to him and really carrying out this, what looked like an unglamorous and unimportant mission 
of taking Jesus and Mary from one place to another to protect Jesus from being killed. And ultimately, that child who was protected by Joseph ended up redeeming all of mankind and opening up the gates of heaven. In other words, his mission was fulfilled because Joseph did his job, even though it wasn't glamorous, even though it was, it was mundane. And, and I, think for, I think for us today, that's the message. Don't brush off those ordinary tasks of daily life, as I am apt to do sometimes, because they really do matter. They really do matter in God's eyes. Anything done for love of God is a big deal. Thank you for listening today. I hope you have a great weekend, and I look forward to being with you next week on Following the Truth. Bye-bye now.